board. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Great Bonehead. Cube. <laughs> As you can see, this looks slightly different, and Chad, half of Chad's head's going now. If you're listening, nobody to cares us, to see me. Somebody out All there, you have see a is fan. A I have, you have a fan. Are, do you really think you're your mom's favorite? Yes, I do. See, James can't see us with this new software. Can you, James? No. You can no, also I'm, talk, James. Yes, we'll we'll work on it. but I'm, I'm just imagining you as different people. <laughs> so, so My wife has been doing that for years. So single and shaggy. I'm glad I'm on this show with you all. Yeah. But anyway. What? We're trying something new because Dr. Jerkface decided to move to Mississippi, so we are trying to make this easier on ourselves. Right. Now, if we were smart, we would have tried to do these improvements before Haley left us. Yeah. And Haley'd still be with us instead of not being with us. Right. Right? Right. Right. All Miss right. you, Haley. Miss you, Haley. <laughs> but if you're not uh, Haley, I don't have anything funny to say. Yeah. This is a gr this is a kickoff to a great new start for Bonehead Weekly. I know, I know. <laughs> Words. We're gonna, saying them <laughs> for you people who who are watching is really going to be the only big difference. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, in some regards, the audio the, the audio is actually probably going to sound better. Right. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, if you listen to us on what's the other one we added? Spotify. Spotify. I um, said Hulu. Uh, Cashbox. If you listen to us oh, on radio, I wish we could things, get some of that good, sweet Hulu money. Oh, my God. I would love to have some Hulu money. Then this will sound actually quite a bit better. We've yeah. upgraded our equipment. Uh, for the video, it looks a little different, though. But we did get one of these really nice uh, 4K webcams. Yeah, and then in preparation for the fact that I knew we were going to be sitting this close together, uh huh. I had a very special meal. Beans? No. Two White Castles? And then for dessert, sauerkraut. You didn't have you know, sauerkraut for dessert. You had cookies. You stole them from my son. Okay, I had a second dessert. You had two desserts. You're a hobbit. I only had one cookie. You know, the, the thing about all of this that makes me it's upset... It's a big-ass cookie. The, the thing that makes me upset about all of this is the fact that uh, you only had two white castles, you lightweight. It's all that was left. Yeah. So let's they talk... They make more. So in prep... They make more. <laughs> So we hear we hear James, but James is currently the internet connection is unstable and he's not moving. Yeah, James. Oh, so in other words, it, uh, anyway, moving right along. So, so welcome what, to Bonehead. Really quick, I want to say thank you to Wes Forsyth and Anita Forsyth, but Wes was kind enough to reach out, and you guys know them from Scarefest, and they're dear friends of ours, and they've been friends of the show. Of course, we're huge supporters of Scarefest. I want to thank Wes for giving us some tutorials and helping us out, specifically with the new software. We appreciate it. Thank you, Wes. Yes. Um, that that being said, this is our second parter. Uh, I apologize for last week's not having an episode. That's actually my fault. Uh, yes, it is. Some, I had some family things. Uh, should, what should I make up? Um, James? I was going to go ahead and assume that, you know, it was... Uh... It was yet another intervention for uh, your 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 left leaning family. <laughs> <laughs> Liberal ways. Yeah, he he had to go start building the wall. Yeah, basically. Uh, we knew to, there was going to be stop a... them from taking them sledgehammers down there to the Texas border. Absolutely. 
Uh, but anyway, I apologize. That's my fault. So back to what we promised you was our second part of our character actor episode. Mm -hmm. We decided last time, and it was a lot of it was my fault. Chad actually did a really good job of finding a lot of, of women character actors, whereas James and I totally dropped the ball. Right, James? Well, those normally, I mean, historically, were called actresses, and we had said we were doing character actors. So, so you're saying Jane, uh, Chad doesn't know uh, the English language? Well, I mean, now it's more normal nomenclature, except at Oscar time, where they do still treat them as separate by gender, which gets into the politics of what will happen when we have somebody that's transgender nominated for an Academy Award, which should happen. Hashtag modern. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm listening to Eddie Izzard's uh, autobiography. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, because I've had to drive back and forth to Hazard to the hospital. Uh-huh. I stopped on the way one morning. I could have got there. People, family members were in the hospital. Yeah. But I took 10 minutes to stop at the uh, Lexington Public Library to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long drive by yourself, my friend. It's a long drive. Uh, oh, is, is there a long drive in your future there, Joe? Is there? Is there? You <laughs> there's been... Uh, oh, that's true. I could drive down and see you. Maybe in April. So, who wants to go first? It's not me. Not it. James, uh, I can go if you want to go. If you don't, Which, wanna... whichever. Jack, okay, you're... I'll I'll go. And you know, for my list, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out with uh, kind of obscure, and then go straight into some of the best in in the business. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm going to start with Ann Ramsey. I mean, and, is she that obscure? No, I don't. I mean, and, okay. I mean, it's not James Thomas. Obscure. I don't think she's obscure, but in terms of modern, Durf, not obscure. I go back to that. You all just don't have any class. You got no class. But in terms of modern time, I know who Ann Ramsey was. And a lot of people do know. So Ann Ramsey is famous for Goonies. Yeah, she wrote uh, um, that book, uh, <laughs> Atlas Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged. That's so funny because I almost said she wrote that book, Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's V.C. Andrews. Yeah. But I know the difference, but I wasn't making a joke in my head. It's like, <laughs> she wrote Flowers in the Attic. No. Them two kids is getting it on and everybody's poison, poison, poison. So so Anne Ramsey, she was, uh, she was, she's most famous for Goonies. Let's face it. Goonies is her most pivotal role. And but her best. Throw Mama from the Train. The train. I was going to say, but her best movie is Throw Mama from the Train. And she was in Scrooge. Um, she was also in. Um, I uh, can see your notes. I know. She was also in Any Which Way You Can. And, is she really? Yeah, she was in it. I haven't seen it since yeah. I was a kid. And she was also in Going South. I have the original one sheet theatrical poster oh, for Going South. Yeah, it's a great movie. Also it is. Dr. Hackenstein. And, and is that the first thing Jack Nicholson directed? No, he no. directed uh, that. What the? What's the monkey's mo uh, movie? He directed that, right? The actor, Jack Nicholson. He not, the, not the golfer. Huh? Not the golfer. Head. <laughs> head. He directed yeah. Head. He's yeah. all about head. Yeah. Damn hippies. Um, uh, yeah, sure. I'm not a hippie, and I'm all about head, Chad. <laughs> But yeah, the the reason why I picked her though, blink, is blink, blink. She's per she perfectly captures, especially in her later in her life. And the reason why I thought she might be kind of obscure, Granite Goonies is she Goonies died from quite early. She died right after Scrooge, right? Yeah, 1989. Yeah, actually, she died shortly after Throw Mama from the Train. Really, that yeah. came after Scrooge. Yeah. Now the guy that's with her and in, it, is her husband, uh, right? Yeah, is her husband, okay. not the one from. Uh, but uh, Bonnie and Clyde and <laughs> the no, other no, guy. no, no, the other guy. No. Um, 
No, so but she perfectly captured the grumpy old woman who everybody hated. <laughs> but you love to hate. But her. you love to hate Anne Ramsey, and yeah. that's why I picked her. Um, and uh, you know, for example, she famously got throat cancer and had to have parts of her tongue and jawbone removed, which is why Throw Mama from the Train she talks like that. But doesn't she talk that way in the other movies? No. She doesn't talk that way in Goonies? No, she doesn't talk like that in Goonies. She 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 doesn't ha- she has it sort of there, but it's really noticeable in Throw Mama from the Train. Hmm. Um, I think the, a piece of trivia though, she had had actually some of the initial surgery to have some of her tongue removed before Goonies because they kind of added that cat got your tongue line because she had had part of her tongue already removed. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I think huh. you're right. But um, she was mostly known for, for that. And um, she actually got nominated for an Oscar for Throw Mama from the Train. I didn't know that. That's yeah. directed by Danny DeVito. And it's directed well. by Danny DeVito, which one of uh, they. Danny uh, DeVito, for people that don't know, also uh, was involved in a film most people know called Death to Smoochie. Yeah. <laughs> but that, uh, and that's one, if we ever talked about uh, underappreciated directors. Danny DeVito would be on that list. Well, yeah, he gave us... Uh, he gave us Death to Smoochie, Matilda, um, uh, Throw he, Mama from the Train. Dude, he gave us War of the Roses. War of the Roses. The thing is, though, War of the Roses... And we're, talking about, we're talking about actresses, and we're talking about Danny DeVito. I know, but War of the Roses... <laughs> well, I'm from a broken home, and I think that's <laughs> one of the three best movies about divorce. They put it back together. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. That doesn't work out for the roses or the luai. Well, if you didn't live out in the holler made out in a house made of straw, wouldn't fall apart hey, all the time. I was raised solid middle holler class, which would be working poor everywhere else in the world, <laughs> except for Lithuania. So that's, Lithuania, we're up, we're upper middle. So that's my first pick is Ann Ramsey. James, what do you got? That's well, a good one. That's a good solid hard. one. I, I, what Ann Ramsey? Ann Ramsey's a good solid. one. Oh, that's wait till you hear my second one. I saw it. You bastard. <laughs> but it's good. Thank I you. It's amazing. <laughs> Since you've already broke the great film of Every Which Way But Loose. If this son of a bitch does it, I'm going to go. It's Ruth Gordon. You bastard. That's my second pick. Ruth Gordon. That's, That's my second one. pick. That's a good Ruth one. Ruth Gordon. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Never heard Harold of Harold and Maude. Harold and Maude probably is the most Ruth Gordon, Ruth Gordon role. But Harold- do you know? What Ruth Gordon gave us, it is also why I had to go with Ruth Gordon. Is it because of the Lord Love a Duck? No. I've you know seen Lord Love a Duck. I know you I have. I have tried to get you all to watch the damn thing. Do you know what she wrote? Are you talking about Pat and Mike? No. I'm talking about Adam's Rib with Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Oh, did she write that? He wrote that. She, oh, also, really? she also wrote Pat and Mike with Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn, directed by, so, directed by George Cooker. And then, so Ruth Gordon started acting in 1915. Yeah. Dude. Um, so uh, she did silent film um, and then literally disappeared, um, acted into the 40s, worked as a screenwriter in the 40s and did a bunch of that stuff and then came out a little bit in the 1950s again, did one movie in 1950, then disappeared till 1965. 15 years. Wow. I mean, she was on Broadway and doing theater, but as far as film, um, Ruth Gordon is that character that, again, once you see her, you know exactly who she is. Yeah, if you needed a gruff, hard-talking hard, talk, hard talking old woman 
with yeah. a with a little bit of senility left, you went to Ruth yeah, Gordon. Ruth Gordon. And, and by the way, my my parents always thought um, every which way but loose was fine for me to watch as a kid <laughs> until Ruth Gordon was on screen. Why? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't watched either one of those since I was a kid. Ruth I've... Gordon is pretty foul mouthed and uses uh, her middle finger quite often in those films. Yeah. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, but, but she's my... Ruth Gordon. Well, I, I remember I was raised by Puritans, uh, so yeah. But it was they—they they always were like, "Oh, it's, it's you know, oh, it's got a champ. It's a good time. There's no major issues." And then Ruth Gordon would be chewing somebody out on the front porch or something. And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that he doesn't need to watch that." I just can't believe you and I. By the way, as always, we compile our list and we don't talk to each other, so we can be surprised by each other's picks. And that's why I'm surprised now that two of us picked Ruth Gordon because I was but, like. There's nobody that was like Ruth Gordon except for Ruth Gordon. Yeah, no. So, I mean, she was kind of the a, a pretty close ultimate character actress of her lifespan. Yeah, and then like like we said for in the 1950s, she was writing a, a woman was writing movies that were really making a lot of money at the box office. Yeah, well, a, yeah, and, yeah. and Adam's Rib went on after years later. It became a TV series, and she wrote for the TV series. Yeah, really? and, and I think Pat and Mike might have been the twentieth. Pat, Pat and Mike. Mike is either the twentieth. It's in the top. It's either in the top twenty or top thirty gross uh, highest grossing films of nineteen fifty two. Hmm. And it was directed by great George Cooker, who directed My Fair Lady and A Philadelphia hmm. Story. So, hmm. oh yeah, and that no. was Ruth Gordon, who My Fair Lady, like I said, obviously does not. And 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 two people, and I'm assuming Joe's opinion does not get the respect that she deserves in terms of Hollywood for for her con- contribution. Yeah. So are you ready so, for? Yeah. Ruth Gordon was mine. That was the one that, that I automatically said cheats the top of my list. And um, by the way, I'm going to make a note that um, there is one person I intentionally didn't pick. Who? I'm not going to say because I'm hoping one of you two pick it. And if you don't, by the by the last one, since Joe James stole mine, I shall mention her. Okay. Oh really? I stole it. I did research. I did all the legwork, and I stole it. How about we happen to have the same idea, except I had it better. How was that? He got a little bit of hair just coming up. Yeah, on he the does. Back he got here. a cowlick there. He got a little of a cowlick on the back. I need back. a haircut. I need a haircut. And for you, you people know, who are watching the YouTube version, I I was told by Christy Lewis that it looks like dog shit behind me because we're actually sitting at my desk where we've edited all of our for the last couple of things that we've yeah. done and everything else. Yeah. And this really is where I write and stuff, and it does look like everybody else's. So, it's time for me to go. Now, the other two boneheads gave me the biggest crap. Like I said, I've had some things going on, and I didn't get most of my research done. I know, I know, I know. Playing just for me, right, Chad? Yep. I was play- for our listeners, I was playing the tiniest violin. I- are you sure? No. There's probably one tinier. It's still bigger Somebody than your Somebody has tinier hands than me. So, moving right along. I had one picked out, and I said, screw it, because the other one, and I'm going to get crap from both of you from picking somebody who is well-known for this, but she is probably one of the best character actors of all time, Madeline Kahn. Oh, no, she was on my list. Yeah, she's not, she didn't make it on my list because I thought one of you two would have brought her up. Oh, but she's that's on still your not... list? Holy cow, she was in a movie, <laughs> and, he's, and she made it to his list. Did you know that? She was in one of those motion pictures. <laughs> and she made it to his list. <laughs> Madeline Kahn. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Uh, it's no. probably what? I believe pronounced Kahn. Madeline Kahn! 
there you go. Is one of the best character actors of all time. No doubt. Uh, if you're a fan of comedy, she was in Mel Brooks. Uh, she's in Blazing Saddles. She's in Young Frankenstein. She's in High Anxiety. She, you know, near the end of her life, she was in the not the Cosby Show. No, she was in Bill Cosby's other show called Cosby. Cosby, oh, Cosby which yeah. was about him having to take retirement. <clears throat> and I know, you know, historically, we're not supposed to talk about Cosby anymore for good reason, but. She was the best part of that show. She was. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah. She totally was. I can remember a couple of episodes. She died of cancer right after that, right? Yeah. Actually, it was still on the air because they did an in memoriam to her. And I remember watching the in memoriam. It was a half hour special they did before one of the episodes. One, and you all, and I'm, the unfortunate thing about Madeline Kahn was that she didn't live long enough to see so many more great roles because I think if she were still around today, uh, the last 20 years, she would have just knocked him out of the park. Right. I mean, there's just so many. Can you imagine the roles that have happened that went to probably other great actresses that would have went to her? Could you imagine? Because I just, in my mind. She um, was song. She was dance. The, the, she was funny. She was beautiful. The movie um, Snatched with Goldie Hawn playing the mother of Amy Oh, Madeline Kahn would have been better. Could you just, I mean, yeah. no offense to Goldie Hawn. No, I just don't know that Goldie Hawn is, is cast. Have you ever seen it? No, I'm not. Bad. Seen it. It's bad. But, but I just, it, you just sit there and be like, oh, if you would have had Madeline Kahn on set for her to give feedback and her to throw out one Or maybe line. if she'd just been the crazy ass aunt. Yeah, something. Yeah, something to liven that movie up. But anyway, Madeline Kahn, for me, even though Blazing Saddles is maybe one of my favorite movies of all time, she's in one of the best 80s movies of Clue. And she has one of the best lines of Fl flames, flames coming out of my head. No one could have delivered that so that well. So, um, there is there's a lesser known movie that she's in. Um, she was in a movie with John Cleese, Grant Chapman, Cheech and Chong. Um, and uh, the list goes on, called Yellowbeard. Yellowbeard. And she was by far the best part of that movie. I've never seen it. It's awful, right? I I laugh, I laugh. It's it's Do you not have a copy of that. No, I don't. I've watched it on. It's been on cable. Like it went right on cable. Like every I've other day. I've never seen it. Um, it's 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 entertaining. It's funny, but she kills it. She's and, also the best part of my uh, Sherlock Holmes's smarter brother, Gene the other Gene, Gene Wilder, Wilder, right? Yeah, Gene, uh, Sherlock Gene, Holmes' Gene younger Wilder brother. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, she any movie she's in is enhanced just because she's in it. I agree. So. No, I, to me, I mean, I don't know that we're going by a list. Actually, I had somebody else picked out, and I just changed my mind. Because I was thinking about her, and I was on the way driving home. I was driving by myself, and I just got off the phone with somebody, and I just started laughing. She made me laugh. She's been dead 20 years. She made me laugh yeah. today without even seeing her, just thinking about her. It made me smile. So yeah, I mean, that's that's a great pick. Thank um, you. So, I appreciate your validation. <laughs> it meant the fucking world to me <laughs> that you validated me. She was on my, Ooh, same, page, my, same, old, my same old page of notes here. Uh, as, uh, Does that say College uh, of Arts it, and Sciences on it? No, it doesn't. It uh, says Ruth UK Gordon, right at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Ruth Gordon right here. And then Madeline I love Kahn how James said he did it better than he hand wrote mine. I took the time to type mine because mainly because I can't read my I damn can't handwriting. Read. <laughs> Ch Ch Chad and I can't write for shit, so no. we type everything out. Thank God we took typing classes. So uh, did you take a typing class? Yeah, I took type class. I took typing class in college. Uh, uh, high business school. typing. It says to use a numerical keypad. 
That's that's how I you took can't it. type. No, you do, I do but you can't. Finger. He's a hunting pecker. <laughs> but I'm efficient. He's great at hunting pecker. Did you just hear James say he was efficient? Yeah, it, that's bullshit. <laughs> I can I can write faster than you all can. I'll defend myself. I'm glad he can't see our faces. Right. <laughs> because it's a little bit of uh what's the word? Uh shock and awe. And disdain. disdain. Don't forget the hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so my second pick. I I've written a hundred and eighty page dissertation. So since um I did since he stole and that one person read it since he stole Ruth Gordon I'm gonna move on I'm I'm gonna move on to more modern times yes um and actually talk about an actress who you know is fairly new she's been in quite a bit but she's fairly new and I think who is, is, she, is she shaping out to be probably one of the best character actors of all time Sally Hawkins Joe Ellswick no oh so, you know Sally, Sally Hawkins, Hawkins is a great didn't actress make my list but yeah. I did think about her yeah Sally Sally Hawkins so if you if you don't know the name. You know of the movies. She was in Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Paddington one and two. Yep. Um, Blue Jasmine. Yep. And um, uh, she's in Godzilla, which I've, I I had to remember. I, I forgot she was Who's in Godzilla. She playing Godzilla. I forgot the name of the character. Go Godzilla. go Godzilla. Yeah, she played Godzilla. Did you? It was motion. <laughs> no, it was motion cap. Andy well, Circus. Go back, go back and really watch it. You'll know it's her. Andy suck. Your circus can go Andy suck it. Andy <laughs> Um, that's what they called him in college. Um, but she, um, she has never not given an amazing performance in any movie she's been in. That's Even what the her smallest. Says. She was in Layer Cake. She has a bit part in Layer Cake. Is she really? Yeah. Which, by the way, is Daniel Craig's best film, behind Road to Perdition. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not counting Bond. I'm sorry. Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition yeah. is good. It's great. It's based on a graphic novel. It, That's a comic book. Too, yeah, I, I know. I Thank know. you, James. It's directed by Sam Mendes. But um, it's it's a layer cake and and for Road to Perdition are Daniel Craig's two best films. Um, um, she kept you um she kept you glued to the screen the whole time in Shape of Water and never said a word, never said a word. The only other person that could do that, Kurt Russell, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we need to bring we need to do a whole episode of great we, we haven't done great performances in terrible movies no we haven't because that would be number one if not <coughs> yeah. don't you think go yeah. back and watch soldier that's a god-awful movie directed but, by paul ws anderson but man he's good in it but man he's good in it. um but you know and in paddington she's great in paddington but she's oh, the problem with paddington is she's, she's overshadowed by uh by, 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 bear. by ben wishaw and uh hugh bonneville's performances and a talking bear and then and then respectively hugh grant and um yeah, but she's great in those movies. Talking bear. And she's driving the movie. That's Marmalade. That whole scene where she's sneaking around um, Hugh Grant's house, phenomenal. You and know, then, I haven't actually watched it yet. Now oh, on Blu-ray. Sorry. Go watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, uh, it may be better than the first one, right? Oh, it's better than the first. No, man. It's it. They're so. They're both so good. They're and, good. They're good. And you know, when we did our our year, and they're review, not huge successes in America, but they're big in Europe. Yeah. Um, and finally, I saw um, the best one in theaters. Yeah, I did too. And her performance in Blue Jasmine is amazing, and it's only overshadowed because Kate Blanchett nailed it home. Another amazing actress, but uh, her 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 role in that movie as Kate Blanchett's best friend, amazing. So Sally Hawkins is my second pick. All right, she's technically my third pick because some jerk face stole my second pick. <laughs> Who's your second? I'm sorry, I had the dignity to make her my first pick. My second one, you know, I was thinking about people that when I see on screen, 
they they're so good as a character actor that they make me automatically go, I know how they're going to play this. And it? so I was thinking of Beth Grant. Do you all know who Beth Grant is? I'm not trying to be obscure. No, I don't know who Beth. Tell me who what what Beth did she, who Grant did she do? Is in Donnie Darko. Okay. No Country for Old Men, Little Miss Sunshine, uh, Rain Man, Speed, Matchstick Men. Is she She's the is she the is she the older lady in Speed who doesn't want to drive? He's the, he basically she always plays. Kind That's of her. Older, yeah. He comes across as ultra conservative. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Angry. So in Donnie Darko, she's the teacher that doesn't want to have to deal with him and, and oh, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah, and she, she does do a good job of that. Yeah, she's terrifying I, I Donnie read, Darko. I read actually somewhere that they have there have been people that refer to her as the closest equivalent to a female Harry Dean Stanton. Because if she's there, you're going to notice her. Yeah. Because it puts out that vibe. But, so. I, but good job. She was I in did. 223 movies. Yes, she's a machine. Um, and, and in television series. Just, girls, girls, girls. That's one of um, the movies. Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Has a big fan following. But everything from Mr. Belvedere to Empty Nest. And for Star Trek fans, she has a very special connection. How, how so? She is the mother of Mary, uh, I don't know Mr. <coughs> but Chifo, Mary Chifo. Uh-huh. Who is Laurel on Star Trek Discovery. So... I mean, there there is an acting family there. Oh. Um, but it's, most people don't know that, but she is her mother. Uh, so she has this uh, very unique connection. But again, uh, as I was saying there, my I son is running across. I know her name either, but I was like, who the heck plays the teacher in Donnie Darko? Because I keep seeing her and stuff. And she, as soon as she's there, I know what she's going to be like. She's going to be an angry woman, usually conservative, usually. Well, she nails it. And I, that was it. So, Beth yeah. Grant, there you go. I'm going to give you kudos on that one because I never even thought of Beth Grant. No, I didn't either. So, yeah. But once you hear it, doesn't it make sense? We should oh, get yeah. on Bonehead. All right, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn, buddy. Okay, so my actress spawned decades. And if she only had been in just The Magnificent Ampersons, Citizen Kane, Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte, then she would have submitted her legacy. But she's in one of the best Twilight Zone episodes of all time. I know you guys have... You, did uh, James, have, do you know who I'm going to say? Go ahead. Not only that, but she's everyone's favorite mother-in-law to hate in the 60s. We're talking about Agnes Moorhead. Oh, God. Agnes Moorhead. Okay. All right. If you're a fan of Bewitched... You got excited about two different character actors who came on that show. One was either Agnes Moorhead. You're like, oh, yeah, it's it's a mother-in-law episode. Dick's going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but they're both named Dick. So, anyway, I didn't intend for that. See, double <laughs> entendre. Penis. And Paul Thanks, Lynn. Jim. Paul Lynn, yeah. Right? Paul Uncle Lynn. Arthur. Agnes Moorhead is in one of the best Twilight Zone episodes. And I know we spent a lot of time on the Twilight Zone. But she plays the woman. In the episode where uh, the little space creature, uh, you know, the little spaceman yeah. comes to attack. Did you, um, you know, and she's in the Bat, which is hanging right over there, and that's a terrible movie with Vincent Price. Interesting uh, tidbit about yeah, it's it, it's very it's, much dated. Now. Oh, it's very bad, but I've got the original half sheet over here on my wall because of Vincent. Interesting tidbit about uh, her role on Bewitched. Um, 
who was the first Dick? Um, that was a, that was it. Was it Dick I've York? Met so many. Was it them. Dick York or Dick Sargent? Dick York. Dick York was the first. Yes. Okay, so Dick York. That sound right? So when I think you're right. So when Dick yeah. York left, um, because he was because of because of pain issues, um, and they replaced him with Dick Sargent. Dick Sargent wasn't as comedic comedic comedically no because dick york had that very expressive face yeah he he dick york was very expressive very chin. good at community so they couldn't get the same feet uh same uh um roll performance. Out, performance out of dick Sargent. so they gave more screen time to agnes moorhead and paul lynn so that's that's why she got as much time as she did on bewitch it's a and, and whether you like bewitch or not I, I i encourage you to go back and i know we're I brought up Agnes Moorhead, but also Paul Lynn. Check out any episode with those two. <laughs> and he, she was just tremendous. She's a great character actor. I, I, yeah, you can't argue that. She's yeah. yeah I it, it my second one was a little hard. So we're on the three, and we're actually running on a decent time schedule this yeah. time. All right. So it, oh, it's my turn. Yes. So another. This is another one who is. Um, very famous. Um, a lot of people know her. Diane Weist. Oh, that's good. Parent, if nothing else, just for parenthood. For parenthood. She's in parenthood. Edward Scissorhands. And the bird cage, for God's sake. She's she amazing. She always plays the mom. She won an, she won a, she won an Oscar for Bullets Over Broadway. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, because my last pick on the mail, the actor's episode was Edward Herman. She was the mother in Lost Boys. And uh, finally... The mother in Footloose. <laughs> now, a few. She also did. She not get. She won an Oscar in uh, Bullets Over Broadway. She won. Yeah, for Best Supporting Actress for. Yeah, Bullets that's Over another Broadway. Woody Allen Best Supporting Actress yeah. Oscar. Um, in any movie she was in, she was elevated to a whole other level. Whole another level because she was in it, and she always played this very quiet, meek performance in a lot of her movies, like Edward Scissorhands, right. um, The Birdcage, and um, oh, um, uh, Footloose. She and you know in Footloose she was just the one who set in the, she didn't have a most the most important role in Footloose. I can't believe I'm talking. I'm spending so much time talking about Footloose. But you've got to break loose. But Footloose. She, the two two of the best character actors of all time had John Lithgow and Diane Weiss in the same movie, and it had to have been Footloose. Ah, anyway. Hey, Kevin Bacon's a really, uh, basically a character actor as well. Yeah, he is. Who just happened. He actually saw an interview with him one time where he's talking about that just happened, those starring roles. Yeah. But if you notice, as the 80s and the 90s, he he, he himself, he knew that yeah. that's not who he was. Yeah, I mean, there's like, you can name like three or four actors who are leading men who are better, who are amazing character actors. Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, Kevin Bacon. Um. But she always played the introverted female character who always got the protagonist to their ultimate prize, whether it was love, money, or just to dance. <laughs> I wrote that line. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, do you think you were talking about major actors? Oh, I know we're going back to actors, and this is not the purpose. But you were naming off like Johnny Depp and all that stuff. You know one person I would have included in that list, too? And I say this with all due respect. Sean Connery. Oh, no. The character actor? No, I don't see that. In yeah. this scene, you're going to play a Russian boat captain. I'm going to do it with a Scottish accent. Okay. That means he's a star. Yeah, that means he's a star, and he has one range. <laughs> one. Don't get me wrong, James. So I'm gonna I play. love Sean Connery. As, as do I. I would cast Sean Connery. I, in fact, I would have said, yes, 
he's a Russian boat captain. Yeah. Look how much better this I'm going to play a Spaniard. I'm going to do <laughs> okay. it as a Scottish person. I'm going to do uh, it at this some point, sort of frankly, red... Even today, and he's 80-some years old, if I was doing a movie and somebody called me and went, Sean Connery wants to play the 25-year-old science genius in your film, I'd be like, yeah, okay, he's it. That's it. I don't... We ain't doing any casting. And you know... And then his biggest and the most obscene way that he got his way was he played an Irishman searching for leprechauns as a Scottish man. Oh, I know. Darby O'Gill. I was thinking Zardoz, but that's okay. Anyway. So, whose turn is it? James. Mine. And once again, I had to look up this person's name because I had to, I, I was going, let's go true character. Who's somebody that I've seen in so much stuff that I've watched that I don't know. But when I see her, I'm like, oh, it's her. And, and so I want to start with some of the some of the films that she's been involved in. Death Race 2000. Okay. Rock and Roll High School. Oh, yeah. Shopping Mall. Yeah. Night of the Comet. Yeah. Warlock. Yeah. Eating Raul. Oh, I know who he's talking about. I no Looney idea. Tunes back in action. I've seen her topless. Um, the Devil's Rejects. Yep. Babylon 5. Yeah. House of the Devil. Yeah. And I've already mentioned Babylon 5, which was television. Actually, I didn't know she was in House I don't remember her in House of the Devil. I remember Tom Noonan in House of the Devil, but I don't but remember her. But if you were her. watching TV in the 80s or early 90s, you would also know her from appearances on Taxi, Buck Rogers, Archer Hart, Knight Rider, Mr. Belvedere, Amazing, she wrote, Amazing Stories, <laughs> Webster's, Monsters, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, Wings, My So-Called Life, Highlanders, and Family Matters. And by, by the way, can I real quick say the Amazing Stories that she's in is the one I just watched a few weeks ago. And I didn't remember it from watching it as a childhood. And I forgot that that's it's actually uh, written and directed by Paul Bartell, who also made Eating Raul, and they worked together all through all those years. Uh, so you still haven't said the name. I have no idea who y'all are talking about. Mary Warnov. Is it Warnov, Joe? It's Warnov. Uh, she is on social media. I, <laughs> she's one of those people that I have contacted about doing Bonehead, but still waiting for her to get are, back with me. So do you know her history, Joe? I don't know her history. She's, she's a great actress. Uh, she 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 did a several movies with Paul Bartel because Death well, Race 2000. So there's the history behind that. And that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, she was part of Andy Warhol's group, The Factory. Oh, was she called. at Andy the factory? factory? She was part of the factory, and she left. You would briefly. know her if you saw her, Chad. She has a striking presence. She's a tall, she, she tall lady. Briefly, yeah. If you and it, I'm because of the Ramones, I'm pretty familiar with Rock and Roll High School, and yeah, just anyway. Um, but she left briefly to deal with some drug addiction. And when she left... Um, to pick it up or put it down? <laughs> put it down. Ah. Uh, put it down. Uh, when she left is when Andy Warhol was shot and was almost killed. And she, she literally... And she has said this in interviews. Uh, she was clean at that point and she went into... She got scared, so she just got married. And she married uh, Theodore... Oh, what's his last name, Joe? Directed Silent Night, Deadly Night. I, she is I don't know <laughs> him. Gishurni, Gishanti, something like that. I, 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 you, you quite, you found someone. I don't know who they are. Well, he was the director and writer of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and he. So anyway, they got married, and she, she got more into movies because of him. Yeah. Because he, his best known film is Silent Night, Deadly Night, but she did three movies with, with him, and then when that marriage was ending, she had met or became aware of Paul Bartel. 
through the factory, some connection there. And Paul Bartel says, you've got to get out of there, come out, work with me. And that's how she ended up in Death Race. Oh, okay. And then she went on to work with Paul Bartel in several different movies. And, and the rest is kind of history. But again, she has been, and she's still active. She's got uh, three movies coming out. Um, one called Citizens, which doesn't have, it's in post-production, but uh, she has some that are completed that have been completed for a little while, but haven't found markets yet. But still very much alive, still very much active. But, you know, if you're a horror fan, again, Warlock, House of the Devil, Devil's Reject. She has- Devil's Reject, she's part of the family that gets um, mm-hmm. altered, we'll say. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be completely honest. I lo- While you were talking, I looked her up. I still don't know who this Mary Warnoff is. All right. You remember Warlock? Yeah, I remember Warlock. Okay, do you know where he goes to the... uh, uh, Where the Warlock goes to the seance person who's fake? Vaguely. That's her. She rips her own eyeballs out, and here's my eyes to guide you. Yeah, I I can't... I'm going to have to go watch Warlock. (laughs) You remember in Eating Raul? I've never seen... She was eating Raul. I've never seen Eating Raul. So, you really should. Uh, you really should the, watch the reboot of the monsters. Here come the monsters. Yeah, she's in that too. She's in that too. Um, you remember that episode uh, of Amazing Stories she's in? That's directed by Paul Bartel. Sorry. Do you know? Uh, actually, Chad, here's one for you. The um, uh, if if you are familiar with uh, Death Race 2000, if you've seen the original, she's Calamity Jane. Okay, I'm good now. Thank you, James. That's Calamity Jane. That's I don't remember that. That's the one you remember? That's the one I remember. <laughs> Sorry, Calamity. people. James actually stumped me. Sorry, Joe. So what's your third? I had to look up her name, like I said, but I kept going. I know her. She's in all this stuff I watched as a kid. That's her. I was fighting back and forth because I, I wanted to say uh, Judy Dench <laughs> because I do think she's a character actor. I would I would agree with you. I mean, she's she is but by I, the way worthy of being Dame Judy Dench. She's but at Dame the end of Judy the day, yeah, yeah. she's character. Actor. But at the end of the day, she's character actor. But I'm actually I was, I was going to complain about because that's one thing that that irritates me is she actually won an an Oscar for uh, Shakespeare in Love, and she's in the movie for about a grand total of five minutes. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess that says something about her performance. But then I, I still remember like going, I was not that impressed with her performance that she she wanted. I'm Oscar. sure that's a lifetime thing. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's kind of like John Wayne winning for uh, True Grit. And by the way, it's good, but it's not his best movie. No. Uh, the person I'm going to mention has been in 114 things. Uh, she has been in Justified. She has been in The Good Wife. She was in excellent commercials that I've seen time and time again. <laughs> However, she is one of the funniest, most laugh out loud, just make you feel better about your life films I've ever saw. Uh, August Osage, Osage County. Oh God, I love that movie. I laugh. Remember, did you ever? Our friend Craig saw it, posted on Facebook how it was the most depressing, horrible, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. It is Margot Martindale. Do you guys know who that is? She plays the older lady. Here, let me show you. Oh, yeah. Margaret. She's in the Americans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing actress. She, oh, I forgot she was in Walk Hard. I don't remember who she was in Walk Hard. She, isn't she the mother? She is the mother. I think you're right. I forget what I, she, I, I own Walk Hard. I'm a big, I, I'm one of the 15 people that saw it in theaters. Yeah, you probably, we saw it together. 
We did. You kept laughing every time there were men naked on screen. Every time the dick shot would show up, I laughed out loud the theater. I don't know why it made me crack up every single time. And all 50 people that saw it were in that theater at that time, too. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, she's a, she's a character actress. She was in a lot of things. But what I really... Uh, she was in the hollers. Uh, what I really <laughs> liked her in was Justified. So Justified was, was a show uh, that supposedly takes place in Lexington, Kentucky, and in Harlan, Kentucky. And they got some of the signage right, but that's about that's about it. Yeah. Did you watch Justified? I've never seen I've never seen an episode of Justified. James, did you watch Justified? I've got the first season on Blu-ray, and I, the 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 thing that literally took me out of it was when they go. I think the first or second episode, he gets called to an accident or something on Takes Creek, and there's a huge bridge in the background. Yeah. Like it, Huge steel bridge. Tate's Creek Bridge. They're always meeting at Tate's Creek Bridge. That's not Tate's Creek. That's not Tate's Creek. Yeah, I I really like Justified. I think it's one of the better B shows in the last 20 years. Uh, And when I say B show, I don't mean that in any kind of negative way, shape, or form. It was solid. Always had a good (laughs) villain every season. Uh, Timothy Oliphant is actually probably a character actor as well. Yeah. And I just enjoyed the show. And she was one of the best villains. I can't remember if it was season three. I think it was season three. And she played an older lady in Harlan who basically ran a lot of the drug business in and out of Harlan. And she, I I knew I'd seen her a hundred times or at least a bunch of stuff beforehand. Not only in just TV and film, but also she's in several commercials. It's just, I never really... I don't know, connected. You would have known her also in Dexter. She played the... Uh, yes, the one who, the who, 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 re- who really wanted key lime pie. Who really wanted... That's absolutely right. Yeah. She really wanted a delicious key lime pie. Is dying of cancer. There's... Right? Um, and I, I, I'll be honest with you, while you were talking, I looked it up just to make sure I had the right person. Because as soon as you, as soon as you mm-hmm. show me the picture, I'm like, oh, that's the woman from... Um, she's in uh, Nobody's Fool with Paul Newman. Yep, that's right. Which, um, by the way, if you haven't seen that movie, it is one of the... It, it, it's, one Actually, of my, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great movie. It's because it's probably Bruce Willis and Melanie Griffith's two best performances. But actually, that's probably my favorite Paul Newman performance. It's my favorite Paul Newman performance. And that probably is saying a lot. Yeah, that is saying a lot. I mean, it's my favorite Paul Don't Newman Don't get me film. wrong. I like Butch Cassidy. I like the, the Sting. But an actual acting? Yeah. Oh, man. he it, It's bar none. That's his best nobody's movie. Nobody's Fool. Um, but Nobody's Fool. But she is really good in it. Um, she plays a... a um, she plays a waitress, I think, at a cafe, at a diner, and Paul Newman's always hitting on her, and it's hilarious. And she she delivers every line, deadpan. Uh huh. And he's saying some of the most um, like he's always trying to like hit on her and get her into bed, and she delivers every like she's just not interested. Every every line deadpan. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Just for her performance in Nobody's Fool, along with everybody else in that movie. Nobody's Fool is a movie we should talk about that's another one of those forgotten treasures right up there with Find Me Guilty and a few others. And it was nominated for an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but who remembers it? I know. Who talks about it? I agree. Um, No, I'm going to put that right along there with Find Me Guilty. Find Me Guilty is another one of those great performances nobody ever talks about. Yeah, it's it's, uh, Find Me... uh, We're getting off topic again. We'll get off topic, but but that's a great character. Find Me Guilty is uh, Vin Diesel's best movie Period. This is yes. yes. In terms Follow, of act, followed yeah. by pitch black. black. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's it. Sorry. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> back on the actresses. He didn't do anything else other than those three, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Riddick. <laughs> as he was, 
that he could furiously find some fast work. Oh, lame. So that's three apiece. Is there how many we're going to do? Uh, I've got one more, and then I've still I'm still kind of upset that nobody's picked the one that I that I did not pick out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do say, I'm gonna say Go I got, I'm, I'm actually gonna say, we're doing decent on time. I'm gonna say I have two because nobody. Much like I did with character actors, I've got some that I'm going to say. Here's some other ones that popped into yeah, my head. Yeah, I've I've got honorable mentions as well. All right, go ahead. Um, so the 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 actress I'm going to bring up next, I'm not going to argue Madeline Kahn, but I think this actress is actually a shade more a shade better than Madeline Kahn. Who is it? And is still not as is still in terms of character actresses, she's second in the first one we have not mentioned yet, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine oh, O'Hara. Oh yeah. I don't know that she's a better actress, but she's a great character. Oh actress. man, she's I I think in terms of comedy and comedic timing, because I think she has Madeline Kahn beat just by a little. Kath, really? Yeah. If you look at her performances, um, Catherine O'Hara, but mostly known for the mom in Home Alone, uh, but she's also in Best Beetle in Show, Juice. Beetlejuice, Waiting for Guffman, um, and then um, if you there's a new sh- there's a show that's been out for five years called Shit's Creek. She is fantastic in that. Does it get better after the first season? Yeah. It's like every show. I don't know that certain things got better after the first season. Some old shows get better after the first season. But anyway, you shit's... Know what didn't get better after the first season? What? Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in all fairness, I'm saying she's... It's a really close tie for who's second, Madeline Connor, Catherine She's O'Hara, a great character. But she's phenomenal as a character actress. Um, she's... Um, probably the um, you could pretty much give her a script and she will deliver a memorable performance every time. I agree with that. Um, she could be your straight person, like in Home Alone, yep. or she could be the comedic talent, Best in Show. Not to mention that Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, are all improvised. Yeah. And she, she those I mean, are Christopher Guest. Films, Christopher Guest films for you people out there. And in all fair, and she's probably the best one in those films. I don't know, Eugene Levy, man. Nah, she's better than Eugene Levy. I love Eugene Levy. And she outperforms Eugene Levy in Shit's Creek. She's the best part about Shit's Creek. I behind, love Eugene, Eugene Levy's Levy son. Um, that's my favorite. That's that's my that is by far my favorite Christmas um, guest film. And did you know she directed two things? What are they? She directed an episode of the uh, Forgotten Show, Dream On, with Chris Chris Elliott. Uh huh. Which, by the way, is a is a really funny and bizarre show from the uh, early 90s, I think. Late 80s, early 90s, yeah. Yeah, um, and then also she she directed an episode of uh, Outer Limits. Huh. Uh, she directed an episode called Glyphic. It's about, um, where, uh, like, uh, this has been done to death, but, like, um, all the adults have been wiped out by, by a virus, and their, their kids, there's kids, it's all populated yeah. by kids. She did that episode. Okay. So, Catherine O'Hara, she, I... I feel like people know who she is, but she they they just don't know how much of an impact she's made. Yeah, and and Beetlejuice behind behind Michael Keaton, who does a better performance in in, in Beetlejuice? Catherine O'Hara. I'm the best best best. Boom. James, no, what's your next one? I've got four in front of me, and I'm torn between a couple of them. But I'm gonna go with this one because it made me actually step back and go again when she's in something. I zone in on her performance. I'm going to go with Christine Baranski. Yeah. She's, she's my honorable mentions. James, me and him are on the same page. Christine Baranski because I just did this because I got excited. He just swung his fingers up and down in the air. I got excited. Like he just doesn't Because I was hoping somebody was going to bring up Christine Baranski. I thought about but, it. Well, I just because if you think about it, Joe mentioned Agnes Moorhead on 
uh, Bewitched, any episode of The Big Bang yeah, Theory yeah. where she plays Dr. Beverly Hofstadter. I didn't know she, I never watched the show. Yeah. Is a better episode. I, I don't watch that show because what's his name stole my, my freaking way I dress. But everything else that she's in, she plays I Leonard's mean, she's in Chicago. Oh. And has tortured him for 34 years. Nice. And prefers uh, Sheldon. So, you know, in Chicago, she plays the reporter that more or less gets played by Richard Gere. Yeah. And it's that scene I just automatically zoom in on because she does it so well. Just all these different things. I remember watching her in Sybil back when I was, you know, younger, not a kid exactly. But She's the best younger. part about that show. She is the best part about well, Sybil. And that's another Chuck Lorre show, right? Yep. Yep. But she I'm almost positive Bullard. that's also a Chuck Lorre show. What'd you say? Bullworth, the birdcage. Oh, I mean, yeah. everything that she's in is just nine and a half weeks. You watch a movie that she's in. And <laughs> I don't she remember just... her nine and a half weeks. I was actually sitting here thinking she's in the Grinch, and all of a sudden I hear, yeah. you remember her nine and a half weeks? I really don't remember her nine and a half weeks. I don't remember her nine and a half weeks either. But even, and I'm not a big fan of, of I, I don't hate it, but I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Amelia. But my kids love it, uh, especially Amelia. And, um, you know, to me, she's one of the better parts of Mamma Mia. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, because she just she has. And I disagree. That, it's uh, Pierce Brosnan singing. Uh, I prefer. Oh, what's his name that was in um, it, Exorcist the Beginning? <laughs> what the Exorcist the Beginning? Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. Best musical performance. But the other thing is, she's willing to do a lot of work and some work that even mocks herself. She was herself mm-hmm. in. An episode of Family Guy. Yeah. You know, she's done, uh, she did the Michael Jackson Halloween special. I mean, it's not quite the David S. Pumpkin Halloween special that I loved, but we, we give her credit. So, again, everything from American Dad, she has, so she has this interesting sense of humor. And if she's in it, it's better. And, and much like Agnes Moorhead, I would argue that she, as far as playing a mother character that just makes things complicated. Her her character there is is just about flawless and and so yeah I had to mention Christine Baranski. All right, my kudos, turn. James. <laughs> Excuse Bless me. Bless you. Excuse I mean, me, go audience. to hell. I'm going to tell you who the best character actress of all time is. Okay, Cloris Leachman. Bingo. That was yeah. the one I was waiting for everybody to mention. She's 92 years old. She'll be 93. I I, I was waiting for one of you all. In fact, if you looked at, yep. I, I pulled it up on my phone. Was ready to go uh, no, that, because that, I thought. I did. That was on my list, but I was like, no, 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 somebody's going to do it. Who is better than Cloris Leach? There is nobody better. That's who I was waiting for everybody to mention. She's the one that's behind Madeline Kahn and Catherine O'Hara. She's the number. She's the best actor. And, and, and don't get me I think for longevity, her and Betty White are, you know, are going at that. Yeah. But Betty White is an entertainer. And I mean this with no disrespect. Betty White is a national treasure. Yeah. It'll be a sad day when she goes. She's made me laugh for hours and hours. But as far as actual acting. She's not Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman is a wonderful actress. And if for no other reason, I, I, I beg you, if you've never done it, go out and watch The Last Picture Show. She plays, uh, she's the wife of the coach. And she has an affair with one of the guys. And The Last Picture Show is based on a book written by Larry McMurtry and they'd later do a sequel called Texasville which actually is pretty good too It's and they're both directed by Peter Bogdanovich but she's a mother who uh, she's I'm sorry she's a wife of the coach of the town football coach 
she's lonely, and she has an affair with one of his students. And that's one of the many subplots in the movie. And I, I, I really think you should go out if you've not. And I'm, I have you guys seen the Last Picture Show? I can say I have not seen it. It's the James, only, have I you mean, ever watched it? It's been a long. It's time right over there, Chad. Take it home with you. If you're listening right now, or if you're watching us, it's it's one of my favorite movies. Larry <coughs> Murtry also wrote Lonesome Dove. He's just an, he's another one of those national treasures, and he's an interesting cat all into himself as well. We could do a whole episode on him. There's a there's a documentary made about him. Uh, it's something about the uh, man at the Dairy Queen. He goes to the same Dairy Queen every day, and they know his order and they have it written behind the thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. And uh, if you everybody knows who Cloris Leachman is. Yeah, and I mean. Um... You know, for example, there's yeah, she's a, not. She'll be ninety three. Yeah, there's a TV show. Everybody, well, pro, people watching this show probably know Malcolm in the Middle. They do know Malcolm what? in the Middle, um, but there's also uh, but Raising Mal- Hope. But Malcolm in the Middle, yeah, but Raising Hope. Raising, she's amazing in Raising Hope. She's the best part. Of I Raising love Hope. Raising Hope, and because of her. But Malcolm in the Middle, you have Brian Cranston um, doing an amazing performance, but also the episodes where she comes in as the as the German grandmother. Uh huh. I don't think we're ever actually saw it. They are hilarious. She, but she also, if you're a big Disney fan, and I watch it with my kids, and when I first saw it, I didn't think I'd love it. But she plays Doctor Doofenshmirtz's mother in Phineas and Ferb. Oh, does she? <laughs> and nails it. Like even it's a cartoon, and I'm like, that's course That has to. By the way, Malcolm McDowell plays one of the grandparents of Phineas and Ferb. The way, the, but I want to mention that one of the best, probably, roles that she's done in the past twenty years, she did it uncredited. What? The grandmother in Bad Santa. <laughs> she's you uncredited know, in that movie. I didn't know she was uncredited, uncredited in that. Watch it. It is. She is not credited. And so that entire scene, uh, and I watched it over Christmas. It's family tradition. We watch Bad Santa, not the kids, but Dana and I watch it, and. Um, the entire scene where Billy Bob Thornton and what's the actress's name um, from Gilmore Girls? All that. Oh, anyway, it's color Gilmore Girls woman. Um, is Laura it Lauren Graham? Sure, it's, it's something uh, Grant, yeah. Uh, but when you know when they come home and they've been drinking and and she's a she looks like she's dead in the chair uh-huh. and you see Billy Bob Thornton get closer mm-hmm. and closer and closer. And then all of a sudden you want to eat sandwiches <laughs> laugh every time. She's also the best part. Speaking of old grannies, she's the best part of beer fest. The broken <laughs> lizard movie. Yeah. Gam Gam was a whore. <laughs> she's in sky high, which is, has Bruce Campbell in it. As the sky coach, high is not a bad movie, by the way. No, but she plays a nurse. She's in Scary Movie 4. Is she really? I've never no, seen it. No, I mean... I don't know if I've seen yeah. it. After. Is that one still got Charlie Sheen in it? I think so. She's in The Crudes with Nick Cage, and she's going to be in the sequel. She's still got stuff coming out. Now, Cloris Leachman is the best character yeah. actress of all time. You can't... You Chad, can't. you didn't mention her, her, her work in the uh, Justice League action series. I didn't know she was in that. He's playing Granny Goodness. Oh, really? Sorry, Ed Asner still does the best performance as Granny Goodness. That's best. She's in American Gods. The new season? Yeah. I didn't know. I, I only saw the old season. I don't remember being in it. So, uh, But she's also got a new movie coming out called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Castle. And her character's actor name is Tommy One Finger. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I don't know what the movie's about, but you'll but I want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. And let's not forget her wonderful work as Mel Brooks. With Mel Brooks. Frau Brooker. Frau Brooker may very well be one of the funniest lines of all time. Frau Brooker. She was my, or he was my boyfriend. I just don't know. Ovaltine, perhaps? She's also in high anxiety. She's uh, she's funny in that. <laughs> so yeah, so cl- I'm glad we ended on Cloris Leachman in terms of unless James, you got one you want to talk about? Because no, I've only got my honorable mentions yeah. y- yet that I literally were were coin well, flipping we're between. We're getting a little close on time. Uh, do you want to do like one or two honorable mentions? Yeah, can, I, and I'm, then we'll ru- wrap up. And I've got four. I'm just going to talk about them real fast. So Lori Metcalf. Yeah. Um, she's a great actress. Amanda Plummer. Another great yeah. actress. Chad took one of mine. There, you got me back, Chad. Yeah. That was one of my honorable. And uh, uh, Catherine Hahn, who is uh, she does she's a she's a she's a modern actress. You look her up, you go, oh, that's her. She was an anchor man. Um, oh. And then I'm going to end on Loretta Devine. <laughs> Who's Loretta Devine? You would know her if you saw her. She's been in a ton of things. Oh, wasn't didn't she do all those movies with John Waters? Oh, is <laughs> he said something Hahn, and I was thinking Jessica Hahn. That's Loretta Devine. Oh yeah 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 yeah. She is a good actress. All right, James, who is your honorable mention? I cut these two out because I thought they were almost too mainstream. And not mainstream as in everybody knew them. But I still argue that they're character actresses. Um, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was – I almost brought her up. And I know – and people probably hate on reigning, her, and I have no idea why. Uh, she's probably the reigning mainstream queen of character actors right now. Yeah, she's the female Christopher Walken. Um, yeah, because she's in Snowpiercers <laughs> and is almost unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you know, Christopher Walken is recognizable. What would she be the equivalent to? Or who would be the equivalent to her? Of just slipping into know. a role like that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, think she, I think Tilda Swinton is the female Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the male one. she is almost unrecognizable yeah. as Tilda Swinton, but she does it so well. She's the ancient one in Doctor Strange. She's in Constantine as the angel, uh, as a Gabriel. Yeah, she's um, she's great which, the in the Jim Jarmusch film. Constantine fans, but I think Tilda Swinton's probably the best part of that movie. Which her one? and Peter Stormare. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't. Yeah, Constantine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Peter Stormare, man. You <laughs> no. Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. And Burn After Reading. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, so only again, lovers are left alive. Only lovers left oh, alive. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. She's really good. And my other that one way. that I, I edged out because I, I thought that she may be teetering on not being character actor <laughs> is Helena Bonham Carter. She's a good character actress. Yeah, she's man. a good character. Yeah, Queenie yeah. Pie, King's Speech, Les Mis, Harry Potter, Alice in Wonderland. Her, I mean, her and another character actor, G- Paul G- Giamatti, are the best parts of that shitty, shitty Tim Burton uh, Planet of the Ace movie. Yeah. They're the two best parts, both playing Abe's. And it's, you know, like I said, in a movie with Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, she gives an amazing performance in Fight Club. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Fight Club, I should have had she... that on the list because Marla. Does she act out, out act those two? I think she did uh, act out those two. Bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. She has the best part, though. Yeah. Out of Marla the three is, of them. Yeah. Her yeah. And, and Brad Pitt have the two good parts. Yeah. Poor Ed Norton has to play it straight. Yep. Brad Pitt could just be batshit, and she could just be batshit. Right. Yeah. Brad way, Pitt's another good actor. Real quick, who probably should have been a character. Non-sequitur, but I saw it last night, and it's, you brought up Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden. 
uh, a, a robot chicken on Adult Swim did a mashup of Foster's imaginary home. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And and this girl's there to adopt an imaginary pet, and she adopts Tyler Durden. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed for three minutes. I couldn't stop. Because it's got all lined up. I don't want that one. I, yeah. I want him, and it pans over. It's Tyler Durden, and he goes home and is beating up all her stuff, plush toys. <laughs> That's ingenious. All right, guys. Robot Chicken Plug. I don't get paid by them unless Seth Green gives me a call. So, really quick, we need to wrap up. I just want to recommend that you... So, we've added Spotify, but a lot of you aren't actually listening on Spotify, I've noticed. Only had a couple pickups. We did have one YouTube, one more YouTube subscriber. Woo! So, we really need you to go out and rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe to YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, all these places. Go out there. Rate us. We rate us. We are actually, like you said, if you're listening to us and you think, oh, it sounds better. I know. We spent some money. All right? We're trying to make things better. Uh, that being said, and, and you may think subscribing doesn't matter. It does. But the only way we get sponsors, the only way that we get back some of what we've invested, not only in time, but also in money, um, and, if, and, and loss of sex appeal and all those other things that we've had to deal with is if you click subscribe. And if you don't care about our money and you do enjoy watching us, that's actually how we get guests. Yes. They, they say yes or no depending on how many people are listening and watching. So share us, subscribe. I know I say this every episode, but I want to keep saying it until we get into the thousands. Share it and subscribe, okay? Uh, we actually have some pretty cool in-person interviews and guests lined up, actually. So over the next couple of weeks, that'll be happening. Uh, we've not quite figured out how we're going to get James on some of these. We'll be working on it, maybe, possibly. Yeah. And for our YouTube, and, and, and for our YouTube, come at me, George Lucas. Come at me. I'll say real quick: if you don't, if you listen to us and you follow us, maybe on Twitter or something like that. We do recommend you follow us on Facebook yeah. for the reason that we do occasionally do a Facebook Live. Usually Spot does them, yeah. not always Spot. But um, so we, we got a little bit of kickback saying that when we did our best of, we didn't do video games or a couple other things. So Spot is going to take on those topics. So And if you don't know who Spot is, follow us on Facebook. You'll find out. I right, watched some, watch some of the earlier shows. So thank you all so much. This has been Bonehead, and we are out of here sure why not yeah okay bye bye oh look i could just push stop boop